Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. I mean, she was fired for reporting deadly problems. I'm Megan Cloherty. Maryland selling points for a new FBI headquarters at GSA headquarters. I'm John Dome. And Tucker Carlson under verbal fire from many directions after his January 6th segments aired on Fox News. The White House is even weighing in. We'll talk about how unusual that is. It's 8 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Jennifer Kuyper in Chicago. In California, they're still dealing with snow and preparing to deal with rain. CBS's Steve Futterman. Some people are still trapped in their homes after two weeks. I feel very trapped back here. And I just don't know what else to do. This man lives in the northern California town of Sierra Village. I'm starting to run out of food. Most of the basics I'm out of. Progress is being made. Most people have been able to get out. But in the forecast, more problems. Heavy rain, which officials say could melt the snow and cause dangerous flooding. Steve Futterman, CBS News. Los Angeles. House Speaker Kevin McCarthy and Democratic House Leader Hakeem Jeffries have sent a letter to the D.C. HealthLink Executive Director saying that, according to U.S. Capitol Police, the organization has suffered a significant data breach, including personally identifiable information of House members, employees, and their family members. The letter goes on to say that the FBI was able to buy the information on the dark web. Following an investigation prompted by the police shooting death of Breonna Taylor in 2020, Attorney General Merrick Garland outlines a list of concerns involving Louisville Police. The department has concluded that there is reasonable cause to believe that Louisville Metro and LMPD engaged in a pattern or practice of conduct that violates the First and Fourth Amendments of the Constitution. Louisville's mayor vows the department will correct the mistakes of the past. The Senate votes to block new Washington, D.C. criminal laws overruling city government. President Biden has said he'll sign it. Minnesota Governor Tim Walz has signed an executive order protecting the rights of LGBTQ plus people to seek and receive gender-affirming health care. This is what it means to show empathy. This is what it means to be welcoming. The FDA issues a call to action for all infant formula manufacturers. CBS's Alexander Tim. Among the steps, the FDA wants companies to start voluntarily notifying the agency when they find bacteria like Chronobacter in formula before it has been distributed and take steps to curb moisture on factory floors that can provide a breeding ground for pathogens. That age-old question, can money buy happiness? Possibly, but the amount of money has risen dramatically. CBS's Matt Piper reports. New findings suggest that for most people, happiness does improve with higher earnings. Earnings of up to $500,000 a year. That new number comes from a Nobel Prize winning economist and fellow researchers. One of them did research on the topic back in 2010. And the study back then found money boosted happiness with $75,000 in annual earnings. 13 years and a 566% increase. This is CBS News. Nobody should have to pay for one-size-fits-all insurance coverage. Liberty Mutual customizes your car and home insurance so you only pay for what you need. Liberty Mutual Insurance. 803 here on WTOP. Wednesday night, March 8th, 2023. In Tyson's, it's 47. Could be down to the 30s overnight. Good evening. I'm Dimitri Sotis for the top local stories we're following this hour. 
breaking news on WTOP. From Capitol Hill, where the U.S. Senate has voted 81 to 14 to repeal D.C.'s new criminal code, supporters of a disapproval resolution, as it's called, argued that lighter penalties cannot stand at a time of rising crime. WTOP's Mitchell Miller with the latest. Republicans, including North Carolina Senator Tom Tillis, are critical of the new criminal code, pointing out that penalties would be lighter for carjacking, even though it happens to people every day. The D.C. City Council is blind to crime happening right in front of them, right outside their front door. But Maryland Democratic Senator Chris Van Hollen, a supporter of home rule, pointed out that the code also includes increasing penalties for some crimes. Federal assault on a police officer. They raised it from the current max 10 to 14 years. Still, dozens of other Democrats joined Republicans in voting for the disapproval resolution, and President Biden has said he won't stand in its way with a veto. On Capitol Hill, Mitchell Miller, WTOP News. Also new tonight, a story that shocked the nation early this year. A six-year-old boy shot his first grade teacher at a school in Newport News, Virginia. Tonight, we've learned the child will not be held criminally liable. The city prosecutor is telling NBC News he won't seek charges against the student, but he has yet to decide whether any adults associated in this case or associated with the case could be charged. The shooting on January 6th at Rich Neck Elementary School has led to a potential lawsuit expected to be filed on behalf of the teacher, Abigail Werner. It's also led to the school superintendent and an assistant principal losing their jobs, being kicked out, and the installation of metal detectors at that school. Now, this next story involves your safety. If ever you need a first responder in the nation's capital, for more than a year, she ran D.C.'s 9-11 Emergency Dispatch Center. Now in a lawsuit against Mayor Muriel Bowser and the city, the former director claims she was fired for shining a light on life and death problems plaguing the department. The claims that Cleo Sabito makes in her whistleblower suit filed earlier this month paint a much darker picture of D.C.'s trouble emergency dispatch. As first reported by Statter 911, Sabito's claims include her documenting 10 instances in one day when Office of Unified Communications dispatchers sent responders to the wrong address. Allegations the office went out of its way to avoid complying with public information requests and that the city's 911 staff lacked adequate training. The suit says her former boss warned Sabito to, quote, tread carefully and not pursue her concerns as it would upset Mayor Bowser, end quote. Sabito also claims the city tried without grounds to deny her unemployment. D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser. I believe the lawsuit is without merit. Megan Cloward, WTOP News. Leaders in Maryland have been irate since last fall when the GSA announced a different selection process for the new FBI headquarters. Previously, they said the government's scoring system to find the right spot is biased toward Virginia. So is that still the case? Maryland says it wins on all the merits, but emphasized cost and equity over everything else, with Senator Chris Van Hollen arguing if Springfield is chosen... It will cost over a billion dollars more to the federal taxpayer. We are talking about a legacy-defining choice. Maryland Governor Wes Moore and Prince George's County Executive Angela Alsobrooks also repeatedly brought up equity concerns the president has promised to address in multiple executive orders. We just right now ask that it be enforced. For now, the scoring puts greater weight on proximity to Quantico than both cost and equity combined. But the governor says they were told GSA and the FBI would go back and be able to reevaluate everything at GSA headquarters. And we as Team Maryland plan to hold them to that. John Dome in WTOP News. Virginia officials are now making their final pitch to the GSA. That's tomorrow morning. Full coverage here and at WTOP.com. Saturday's crash and fire explosion of that tanker truck in Frederick, Maryland was so intense, inspections had been ordered on a section of the roadway. 
That story tonight from WTOP's Dick Giuliano. The State Highway Administration will check the drainage structure on US-15 at the crash site between Rosemont Avenue and 7th Street. The driver of the truck was killed and the fire reached six homes and several vehicles. Crews will be out Thursday conducting inspections in the center median. They'll check to see if the drainage structure is damaged and determine the extent of any needed repairs. Drivers can expect the left lane closed starting at 10 a.m. southbound U.S. 15 past 7th Street until about 2 p.m. Meanwhile, cleanup will continue on the northbound side through Thursday. Dick Uliano, WTOP News. When should students in Arlington County be allowed to use their smartphones? In a recommendation to the school board there, the School Health Advisory Board is advocating for an away-for-the-day policy. Arlington now reports the possibility has drawn mixed reviews from school board members. A school spokesperson tells WTOP three Arlington schools currently require phones to be put away during school. Fairfax County recently banned cell phone use in most places during the school day. Coming up here on WTOP, where you can get Balkan food here in the nation's capital. It's 808. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks, going to Bob Imler in the traffic center. In Maryland, Clara Barton Parkway headed toward the Beltway from Cabin John or from Glen Echo, I should say, toward Cabin John. All lanes are stopped near the Cabin John Parkway because of a serious crash. Car was off the road and went down the embankment. They have now retrieved that person. There was a medevac helicopter on the ground and all lanes are stopped. Pretty soon they should be transporting that person to the hospital and opening up some lanes at least, if not just one, to get people out toward Cabbage on Parkway and the Beltway. So for now, the waiting line begins before uh, Glen Echo. You can still get off there and avoid the delay. But uh, inbound traffic should be getting by. On the Beltway through Montgomery and Prince George's counties, no delays to report. 95 on the Baltimore-Washington Parkway, each running well between the Beltways. Pretty much the same deal up and down 270 and on 50 out to the Bay Bridge. In Virginia, 66 westbound. Crash remains, I believe it's all on the right shoulder after 123 and southbound on 95 after the Fairfax County Parkway. That crash is completely clear. There's nothing left to see at all now and uh, running well all the way to Fredericksburg. Looking for a safe used car? Fitzgerald Auto Mall has hundreds of good cars, trucks, and SUVs. And next to a new car, a Fitzway used car is best. Visit Fitzmall.com today. Bob Inler, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team 4's Mike Stennifer. Clear skies across the region tonight. The gusty winds will continue to diminish. Lows will be in the 20 suburbs, low to mid-30s in the district. Sunshine with lighter winds on Thursday. We'll see a high in the low to mid-50s. A cold rain moves in on Friday. It could start as some wet snow, mainly west and north. Little or no accumulation. Highs from 40 to 45. A mostly cloudy, breezy day on Saturday. Highs low to mid-40s. Partly cloudy with lighter winds and warmer temperatures on Sunday. We'll get up to a high near 50. I'm Storm Team 4 Meteorologist Mike Stenerford. Chantilly at 44. Penn Quarter 47. Columbia 47. Some parts of our area down to the mid-30s close to D.C. And even the mid-20s in some suburban areas. We're brought to you by Long Fence. Save 20% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. 810 on WTOP. It's money news at 10 and 40. And Jeff Claypool. Payroll firm ADP says private employers added 242,000 jobs in February, led by leisure and hospitality hiring. Cox Automotive says wholesale used vehicle prices rose 4.5% in February, the biggest one-month gain for a February since 2009. D.C.'s Bolkin restaurant, Ambar, opened an outpost in Shaw. Ambar has... Michelin's Bib Gourmand rating. The Dow lost 58 points, but the Nasdaq gained 46.
Jeff Clayball, WTOP News. Asian markets mostly higher right now. Australia is up just a fraction of a percent, though. Tokyo stock's doing well. The Nikkei is up more than half a percent. And South Korea's Kospi index is flat for the moment. We'll keep you updated here at 10 and 40 on your investments. Coming up, we'll talk to Leanne Caldwell of the Washington Post, checking in on Tucker Carlson's January 6th segments on Fox News, showing a calmer Capitol riot, not showing any of the footage of the hand-to-hand combat, the breaking glass, the violence. We'll get into that coming up here on WTOP at 812. The following is a paid commercial message. This is Bishop Michael Burbage of the Catholic Diocese of Arlington. In conversations in the media, perhaps even in our own homes, we find ourselves focusing on the negative rather than the positive and highlighting things being done wrong, not right. We tend to target the deficiencies of others, choosing complaint and criticism over compliment and courtesy. But Jesus teaches us not to use our energy focusing on the faults of others. Instead, we must acknowledge our own weaknesses, which could require a change in our lives. This process of looking inward with humility should be at the center of our Lenten journey as we recognize our need for the mercy, grace, and forgiveness of God. May we ask our Lord to develop our instinct to see the good in others and strive daily to grow in holiness. It's now 8.13. I'm in the newsroom now and just spoke with our assignment desk for an update on the investigation. On WUSA 9 News at 11, we continue to follow the latest developments on today's breaking news. Good evening. We begin the news at 11 tonight with breaking news with updates as they come in. This story just broke within the last 30 minutes. Our sources... The most up-to-the-minute information available. It was just a few hours ago that police were back in this neighborhood. Okay, we're just getting this text from police from the scene. They're covering breaking news stories from every angle. WUSA 9 News. News weeknights at 11. Come on, man. I thought you said we have better seats this time. Oh, but we do. With 100 times space zoom on my new Samsung Galaxy S23 Ultra, we can see everything. Oh, are you zooming in on the coach's clipboard? Yep, and it looks like he might be doodling. The mascot riding a pony? I can't even see the puck that they need to shoot! So... Our seats now. <laughs> I think I just really like your S23 Ultra. Take advantage of amazing carrier offers now at Samsung.com. When you've talked about the Syracuse men's basketball coach in recent decades, been just one guy. But is he stepping away now? Rob will tell us more with sports in 10 minutes. I want to break free. Ready to break free, D.C.? Take your dream vacation with Norwegian Cruise Line to Europe, Alaska, the Caribbean, and more. Book today and get 50% off all cruises all over the world. Plus, enjoy free airfare for second guests, free unlimited open bar, free specialty dining, and more. Visit ncl.com, call your travel advisor, or 1-888-NCL-CRUISE. Offer and soon, D.C. Norwegian Cruise Line. Sail safe. Feel free. Ships Registry, the Bahamas and USA. Restrictions apply. The WTOP Charity of the Month is Make-A-Wish Mid-Atlantic. If a child you loved were fighting a critical illness, what would you give to make their wish come true? Now more than ever, local children need the hope a wish can bring, giving them joy when it matters most and helping them fight their illness. Make-A-Wish Mid-Atlantic needs your support to make wishes a reality for children in D.C., Maryland, and Northern Virginia. 
Donate today. For more info, visit WTOP.com. Search charities. Everything you need, every time you listen. WTOP News. It's 815, and I'm Dimitri Sotis. Thanks for being with us. The White House is now joined in the condemnation of Fox News host Tucker Carlson over his recent coverage of the January 6th Capitol riot. He's been showing calmer footage away from the hand-to-hand combat and the destruction that we know happened that day. Administration spokesperson Andrew Bates calls Carlson not credible. We talk about the rarity of a White House weighing in on such a matter with Washington Post live anchor Leanne Caldwell. Tucker Carlson's depiction of what happened January 6th just flies in the face of what Tom Manger, the head of Capitol Police, and everyone that was here saw that day. And so it's an attempt to reset the record straight and to ensure that Tucker Carlson's depiction of it doesn't go unchallenged because, let's be clear, it was cherry-picked and it was, in fact, false and inaccurate. But what's even more interesting, we have the White House weighing in and Tom Manger is how Republicans also are weighing in. You have Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell saying that he agrees with the head of Capitol Police that it was not a mostly peaceful day, that it was, in fact, other Republicans are saying an insurrection. So this is re brought up the issue of January 6th, despite the fact that many Republicans have been saying through the last two years that people need to look forward and not backward. Well, now people are looking backward again, relitigating January 6th based on what Tucker Carlson says it was, even though it was not as he says. Based on what we've been discussing, some people may be tempted to say this was a failure on behalf of Fox News and Tucker Carlson. But we also know that many millions of people tune in every night to Fox News, not just as their source of information, but you could almost say like a conservative community center, a reinforcement of one's beliefs. It does a lot more than just deliver the news. And so aren't there people that are watching Tucker every night that now believe that this was the way January 6th was? Absolutely. These are January 6th truths. Now, despite the people who have been accused and convicted of crimes that day, of entering the Capitol, of assault and other things, there are people who believe that it was a false flag operation, something that Tucker Carlson has said. There's a large portion of the country that does believe it. And so it does reinforce exactly this thought pattern. And this comes as the same exact time that more details from a lawsuit by Dominion Voting Machines of Fox News is showing that in the days and weeks after the 2020 election that Fox News hosts intentionally misled their viewers about the accuracy of the election because they were losing viewership to more conservative networks. So this tends to be a pattern And there's a large portion of the country who only watches Fox News who will not hear about that lawsuit and will not hear about the controversy about Tucker Carlson's storytelling of that day. Washington Post Live anchor Leanne Caldwell on Skype. She's also author of The Early 202. Quick look now at the top stories we're working on on WTOP. D.C.'s revised criminal code has united a deeply divided partisan Congress. The Senate has voted tonight to block the bill from going into effect. Maryland leaders make a new push to bring the FBI headquarters to their state. Virginia politicians will do the same in the morning. Keep it here for full details. 
traffic and weather on the 8s with Bob Imler in the traffic center. On the Clara Martin Parkway at the Cabin John Parkway, the serious crash happened outbound. Medevac helicopter was on the ground, had everything stopped, and has now taken off with its patient. You should find some traffic starting to get by shortly, if not already. Uh, certainly inbound and outbound as well where the crash actually happened. But be alert, coming inbound on Cabin John Parkway from the Beltway, uh, traffic does come to a stop uh, before you get to the Clara Barton Parkway. Around the Beltway in Maryland and Virginia, traffic is running pretty well. Not a whole lot going on on 66 westbound. You did have a crash on the right shoulder after 123. A little bit slow there, but that's about it. 395 and 95 doing all right. 95 slows briefly at the Occoquan. Beyond that, the pace is good. And in Maryland on 50 out to the Bay Bridge, all is quiet. 95 on the Baltimore-Washington Parkway, each running between the Beltways without delay. And 270 in great shape between the Beltway and Interstate 70. Silver Diners ready to play ball. After 33 years, Silver Diners now in D.C. across from Nats Park. Silver Diner brings its healthy and its classic menu options to the Navy Yard neighborhood. Eat well, do well. Bob Inler, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team 4's Mike Stenifer. Clear skies and rather chilly across the region tonight. The gusty winds will continue to diminish. Look for lows in the 20 suburbs, low to mid-30s closer into the district. Nice day on Thursday. Lots of sunshine. The winds will be much lighter and a high in the low to mid-50s. A cold rain moves in on Friday. It may start as some wet snow west and north, but little or no accumulation. Just a cold rain in the afternoon. Highs from 40 to 45. Mostly cloudy and breezy on Saturday with highs in the low to mid-40s. Sunday, partly cloudy, high near 50. I'm Storm Team Force, Mike Stenford. And right now at Fort Belvoir, 48. Foggy Bottom, 47. Silver Spring, 47. Some parts of our area down to the mid-30s, close to D.C. And the 20s in the suburbs. We're brought to you by New Look Home Design. Right now, save 50% on all roofing materials and labor. It's 820 and coming next. A 15-year-old girl tells 911 she was shot by her mother. I'm Neil Orgenstein. Whenever you're in the car, take WTOP with you. Listen at home or in the office. Using your smart speaker, just ask it to play WTOP or the free WTOP app. Here's Adam Toy, the chief architect for Rancher Government Solutions on Federal Insights Securing the Software Supply Chain, sponsored by Rancher Government Solutions. There needs to be this shared responsibility model against everybody, from the supply chain down to the infrastructure layer, down to the platform running on top of that infrastructure, down to the software itself. This is sort of a shared responsibility for everybody. Listen to the entire discussion on Federal News Network. Search Rancher Government Solutions. Rancher Government Solutions, the leader for securing Kubernetes and cloud-native containerized applications for the U.S. government, has launched Rancher Government Carbide, a revolutionary supply chain security solution in response to the increasing threat to the nation's software supply chain. Carbide simplifies Kubernetes security management by providing a better, more standardized way for users to verify and validate that their software is safe and secure. To learn more, visit RancherGovernment.com. Good to have you here, 821. At Kaiser Permanente, we know that wellness means more than physical health. And as a business leader, you have an enormous amount of influence on the overall well-being of your employees. Happy and cohesive teams increase employee engagement and improve the work experience for everyone. As a result, businesses have lower employee turnover and decreased costs related to recruitment and absenteeism. Learn more about how you can support the total health of your employees at kp.org slash lead boldly slash WTOP. Washington. Breaking news happens every day. This just in from Arlington. So can you really afford to miss even a single day of WTOP? We're hearing about an incident in Bethesda. Everything you need every time you listen. WTOP News. 822, a doctor licensed to practice in D.C. and Virginia 
who pleaded guilty to illegally prescribing drugs, learns his fate tonight. 39-year-old Dr. Robert Sow is sentenced to more than a year in prison, 15 months behind bars, in fact, after he prescribed the medication that led to a man's overdose. Sow did not have a doctor-patient relationship with this person. Text messages detailed in court filings show Sow prescribed narcotic pain meds to the man in exchange for money. Authorities say Sow backdated medical records to make it look as if he was the man's doctor after learning of his death. A heartbreaking 911 call from a murder victim. It's what jurors heard in the first day of the Fairfax County trial of Veronica Youngblood. She's charged with shooting and killing her two daughters in their apartment in McLean in 2018. Jurors here in Circuit Court heard the 911 call from Veronica Youngblood's 15-year-old daughter. Crying in pain and struggling to breathe, Sharon Castro told the 911 dispatcher that her mother had shot her. As she cried for help, Fairfax County call taker Jennifer Heflin reassured her that help was on the way. Jurors heard the sound of first responders breaking down the apartment door. She was taken to the hospital where she died. Youngblood's lawyers say that she loved her daughters more than anything, but had endured a life full of trauma and abuse. They asked the jury to find her not guilty by reason of insanity. In Fairfax, Neil Augenstein, WTLP News. We're learning more about the deadly crash involving a wise high school student in Upper Marlboro. Police identified the 18-year-old woman who died yesterday in the crash as Kaylee Haygood of Upper Marlboro. Police say the car that Haygood was riding in was moving north on Ritchie Marlboro Road. It tried to pass a vehicle, then smashed into the back of a landscaping trailer that was parked on the roadside. Haygood, who was sitting in the passenger seat, died at the scene. The driver is an 18-year-old man taken to the hospital. We're not clear how bad his injuries are. And to upstate New York, some changes being made in a town where... There was a stampede over the weekend killing two people. Rochester Police Chief David Smith says he's revoked the license of a concert venue where a stampede happened following a rap concert Sunday night. This denial means that the Main Street Armory can no longer host any public entertainment pending a complete and thorough review of this matter. Two women were killed. A third was critically injured. While the city still investigates, initial reports were that the stampede may have been triggered by unfounded reports of gunshots. Matt Piper, CBS News. Sports at 25 and 55. Powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. Now 825 and Rob Woodfork. All right, just out of halftime at Capital One Arena, the Wizards had a big second quarter and a nice start to the third. They are leading the Atlanta Hawks by a score of 73 to 64 in uh, what is a very important game to their playoff hopes. Uh, in the first half, Kristaps Porzingis, 22 points on 9 of 11 shooting. He's already got a three-pointer now uh, here in the third. 25 to lead all scores in the game. Kyle Kuzma uh, knocking down his first three of this night. Uh, he's got uh, 18 points. Bradley Beal with 15 and again, the uh, Wizards uh, needing this one, shooting 63% from the floor. Uh, uh, the shot very well in the first half. Uh, another Capital One Arena tenant in the first half of their first round uh, Big East tournament game. Georgetown with an 8-6 lead over Villanova in the very early going. In other local tournament action, Howard cruised to a 91-55 victory over South Carolina State near MEAC quarterfinal. GW's A-10 tournament run ends in the second round with an 87-76 loss to St. Joe's, but George Mason topped Richmond. They're on to the quarterfinals for a matchup with St. Louis. I've been on this planet for 43 years and change. I've never known a world without Jim Beheim as the head coach at Syracuse, but that reality 
now imminent, uh, in, uh, imminent, easy for me to say, as the university announced tonight that the 78-year-old Hall of Fame coach will not return. They will hand the keys to associate head coach uh, Adrian Autry. Rob Woodfork, WTOP Sports. Okay, Rob, coming up here after traffic and weather. The U.S. Senate takes an